Good morning. It's a beautiful Sunday in the old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored, all-volunteer-powered rock and roll radio station. On this week's show, we're going to speak with Chris Porter. He's an ADHD coach. He's the founder of an organization called Porter Learning. And Chris is going to be sharing how he got his start and how coaching can help individuals unlock their true potential. Today is July 2nd, 2023. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core, and we shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A-Bound to the University of Arizona and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org, also available on your iPhone or Android with our very own Downtown Radio Tucson app. And I also found out you can just tell your smart speaker to play... um, downtown radio um, on TuneIn. Very cool. For the show, if you want to interact with us, we're on Facebook and Instagram under Life Along the Streetcar. Uh, information about our show, our book, all of our past episodes. Uh, if you want to contact us, head over to our website, which is lifealongthestreetcar.org. And uh, of course, you can listen to our podcast on all kinds of streaming platforms out there like Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, And you can also ask your smart speaker to play the Life Along the Streetcar podcast because we are almost as cool as downtown radio. Well, we are the uh, the urban core here, and we say our shows from A Mountain, the University of Arizona, and uh, uh, in a couple of days here on A Mountain, there is going to be some fireworks. It is the Independence Day, and uh, they'll be launched off there on Sentinel Peak, which we call A Mountain here affectionately in Tucson. Uh, you can watch those from the convention center, and the uh, fireworks are due to set off around 9 p.m., of course, weather permitting is all the, uh, the verbiage will tell you on the website. Plenty of parking down in that area, um, and there's, uh, they've got the, the lots, they've got the garages now, uh, and it's going to be on the, uh, the west side of the TCC for the, for the best viewing. And if you haven't been down to the convention center in a while, Maybe get a few minutes early and walk around and see what's been done with the plaza. Um, the, uh, the the Alva B. Torres Plaza is just beautifully uh, done and lots of water flowing. Uh, kind of harkens us back to uh, time, you know, decades ago when people would gather around in the this convention center area there. So uh, maybe take a walk about and check it out. And then I'm going to jump on with Paleo Dave, who's been preaching this for weeks, but. Be careful with those pets, and if you're, you know, maybe try not to set off your own personal fireworks. You know, we've got so much going on, and those pets do get a little scared, and they get skittish, and they're jumping around, and we could be nice to them too, right? Well, our guest today is uh, Chris Porter. He has uh, many different talents, but what we're talking to him about today is um, his work that he does as a coach for individuals with ADHD and how he helps to help them really get their uh, true potential out of their their work. He's housed out of uh, the Barrio Viejo, at least part of the time, and we sat uh, had a chance to talk with him by phone just a couple of days ago. So we are joined today by Chris Porter, who who comes to us highly recommended. Um, it seems like everyone, every other guest I've had on the show says, hey, you got to talk to this guy, Porter. Uh, he's doing some amazing things in our community. And I said, okay, I'll go talk to him. Uh, Chris, welcome to the show. I understand you, are, you uh, house out of, you work out of the uh, La Suprema down uh, in the Barrio Viejo. 
Hey Tom, yeah, excited to be here. And yeah, I have uh, a, uh, a desk that I share at La Suprema. I love being so close to A Mountain in downtown. It is uh, awesome. <laughs> so I, uh, so can you tell me a little bit about what what pro- what your project is and what you're working on? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and part of the challenge there is uh, maybe because part of my story is that I have ADHD. So I've done so many different things. Um, that it, it maybe is hard to keep track of, but what I'm uh, doing these days is, uh, helping other people like myself through coaching, uh, you know, one-on-one coaching and uh, starting to do group coaching to help, um, either remote workers or solopreneurs, um, or, uh, just ADHD people in general, uh, to get more done and to find their focus and flow while they're working. And is this something that are, <clears throat> when you're finding your clients, are they aware that they might need your help or are you being referred to people by others saying, Hey, this, this person has a lot of potential. They just can't really seem to get their focus and, and energy in the right direction. Right now, it's uh, mainly people that are kind of self-identified that uh, I'm stuck and I really want to get unstuck. And so they're they're either talking to people and I get referrals um, or they they just happen to find me. Um, but uh, yeah, at one point, I'd, I'd love to have, uh, you know, organizations referring people to me as well. Okay. And then the, I just learned this term uh, a few months ago. We had uh, someone on the show who was working with um, non, non-speaking non uh, individuals and helping them share their, their poetry and songs. And he, he kind of introduced me to this idea of, of sort of a neurodivergent mind. And, and, and is that kind of on the lines of what you're talking about people that have a tremendous a tremendous strength in one area but it's it, it for for what we would consider quote unquote a normal life it it creates um, some challenges absolutely yeah so neurodivergent is a, a, a great way to say it um, there are a lot of comorbidities or um, other traits that come along with uh, ADHD. So um, there's a, a lot of people that uh, are autistic and have ADHD or they're, they're on the spectrum, the autism spectrum um, or uh, bipolar or a lot of other mental health things or just neurodivergence uh, can come along with, with ADHD. So very often they're, they're paired together. Okay. Um, and then how, uh, so then can you kind of walk me through, um, uh, obviously with whatever privacy concerns there are, it's sort of a, what a, a session is, is with you. You meet with someone, I would imagine it takes some time for you to, to get a, a good idea of, of how to approach, uh, their particular, um, needs. Yeah. So the, the first step is usually a discovery call to just understand, um, what are the challenges? You know, why, why are they wanting to talk to a a coach to begin with? Um, and in some of my other software consulting work, um, and, uh, yeah, just other, um, freelance and solopreneur work. I've, I've done uh, projects with CEOs and COOs and many of them had uh, ADHD and I was helping them organize stuff or I was, I was doing the things that they didn't want to do. And uh, through that process of working with those, um, you know, those executives started to realize that 
their way of focusing in on what they're good at and, and delegating the things that they weren't good at was really powerful. Um, and so then when I, uh, started down this path of becoming a, an ADHD coach, um, finding out that if you're not good at doing these boring rote tasks, or if you're finding yourself stuck because, um, you know, with ADHD, you maybe have time blindness where you, you lose track of appointments or you, um, are, are not able to focus for a long period of time. There's a, a lot of techniques that you can do to maybe help that. Um, but they all really revolve around, um, what do you want to accomplish? So it's never me going, you need to do this, you know, X, Y, Z. It's really a, a collaborative approach of identifying what's happening in your life that you want to address. And then, um, pulling out like, okay, what are the, the strategies? What are the things that we can do? Uh, if it's motivation, you know, you're, you're lacking motivation and can't seem to get your taxes done every year. Okay. Well, let's talk through that. Let's find out like what, what's holding you back. And I have a, um, approach, I call it setting your distractions on fire. And so, uh, each letter of fire stands for, um, part of that process. So, uh, F is focus. I is impulse. R is routines. And then E is engage. So for any distraction, like, let's say you're having a really hard time getting your taxes done. Like the, the focus would be on getting your taxes done when you're, uh, getting distracted from doing that, like there's an impulse coming up in you of saying, Oh, like what if I went and did this or what if I went and played video games or maybe I should just do busy work and check emails instead. So finding out w what is the thing that you're doing instead of what you're supposed to be doing. And then, uh, what are the routines? What could we put in place to just maybe take bite-sized chunks out of doing the taxes? Maybe just take 20 minutes every day and just set a timer and do a little bit of that, uh, every day until you, you finish and then engage is just, okay, like let's put a plan in place to actually make that happen. What time are you going to start doing that 20 minutes? Do you have a timer that you can set? Oh, if you don't have one, okay, well maybe you go buy one. And for me, having a physical timer has helped my time blindness because I have ADHD too. So that's why I'm uh, excited to help other people with things that I've been struggling with and have, have found ways of, um, of accomplishing it or of, um, kind of solving my own needs. Interesting. And then you know, in listening to you, I'm thinking I hate doing my taxes every year. Uh, and, <laughs> and then, so that leads me to this, the spectrum because ADHD, I mean, this is a, a blanket term that we use, but you could fall anywhere along that spectrum and have, um, you know, some challenges or you could have, you know, your brain can be working at, at hyperspeed uh, on the other, on, you know, just uh, on a thought process that's far exceeding what the normal person can, can handle. It's very interesting to see this kind of spectrum versus just someone with ADHD. It's, it's specifically what is your need and you're identifying that. Yep, exactly. So the, the coaching process could really work for a lot of people. Um, but you know, as you say, the ADHD being on this spectrum, um, for, for me, some very simple things that maybe would only take five minutes, 
um, because of just this distraction and this inability to focus, I just keep putting that thing off over and over again. And so finding ways, uh, you know, strategies, habits, tactics to like overcome some of those simple things. Um, and uh, there is a term that I like better that's called VAST. It stands for variable attention stimulus trait. And so that's a, a term that somebody else came up for people with ADHD that I really prefer that it's just not as well known. And it describes the condition a little bit better that it's not that I just don't have the ability to ever focus. Sometimes I hyper-focus and I lose track of time. Sometimes uh, I am not able to focus, um, especially if I have to sit for longer than 40 minutes. So I lately I just get up every half an hour to 40 minutes and walk around briefly or go get a drink of water or whatnot. But um, VAST feels like it's accepting of the, um, the variable part of our attention instead of just labeling it as this totally negative thing because there are a lot of people that have ADHD that, that are really successful. Um, and so it's not that they're deficient. It's just that they're different. Yeah. Divergence, I think is to, yeah. to, to bring it yeah. back. Hey, we're, we're in the middle of our interview with uh, Chris Porter talking about his work and uh, helping people reach your potential. Those that might be uh, working through ADHD uh, after the break, I'm going to ask him if I have ADHD because some of the things that he has talked about, um, I, I find myself doing. But first, I want to remind you that you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM and streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova NMLS number 3087, BK number 0902429, equal housing opportunity. Hope you enjoy that new spot from uh, Paleo Dave there about the Tucson Gallery. Uh, big fan, big fan. Uh, we're going to jump back into the interview we have with Chris Porter, talking about uh, his coachings uh, with uh, individuals that have ADHD. Uh, and, you know, as, as he was talking a few minutes before the break, he was going through the ways that uh, people identify with ADHD. And it turns out that as I was listening to him, I've got some of those those same uh, tendencies. So I asked him a few questions, got a uh, a little bit of advice from him. You know, I'm I'm one that I've not been diagnosed with ADHD, but as you're talking through some of these things that you're helping others with, uh, there are challenges that I have in my day. I've I've got a lot of different projects that I'm juggling and sometimes getting focused to get something done, I, I get pulled into, you know, I call it multitasking, but really what I'm doing is just sort of diluting my time and not getting anything done. Uh, mm. and, and so I, I'm thinking, you know, well, heck, I don't have ADHD, but, you know, I do have these focus issues. So maybe I'm somewhere on that, on that vast spectrum. And, and um, you know, I, uh, maybe I could use help from, uh, from someone <laughs> to, to, to help guide me. Mm-hmm. Well, we all uh, have variable attentions, right? So like there are studies that uh, we can really only pay attention for 30 to 40 minutes at a time, and then our brain starts wandering. Um, And so one of the techniques that I really like is called the Pomodoro technique. And it's uh, where you take a timer 
and you set it for 25 minutes. And then once the timer goes off, then you give yourself a five minute break. If you stayed focused that whole time, if you didn't, then you just have to reset it and, and go again. And that five minute break doesn't necessarily mean you just stop working. It could mean switching and just checking emails. It might mean getting up and getting a glass of water. Um, for me, it's like, Oh, I need to go to the bathroom. Oh, I still have seven minutes of my Pomodoro timer. I'm going to wait until that five minute break and then I'll go to the bathroom. And it, it's a way of embracing just the way that our brain naturally works, that we need these breaks during the day. Um, and then when you come back, you're able to focus even better. So the Pomodoro technique works for anyone, even if you don't have ADHD, but it's really effective at um, kind of just putting those boundaries and limits in place and teaching your brain, okay, you, you're going to have to do this thing you don't want to do, but then once you finish it, you will get to, to do something else. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's been really helpful for me. So then when you're, when you're talking with your, your potential clients, you do the discovery call and then are you bringing them to you and having sessions or are you going to them to see them in their environment? Uh, are there environmental issues that they could help or hurt their, their, their focus? So right now I do all of my sessions uh, via Zoom because I'm I'm offering the service actually to, to anyone in the country, but um, I did get to use La Suprema for some of the the video interviews with with one of my clients that um, he'll be uh, part of my marketing uh, process. So he agreed to go on camera and agreed to talk. So it was really nice to have just the beautiful lighting there and, and maybe a little bit of backdrop of uh, the Tucson Mountains. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I'm meeting remotely with people and, uh, there was another part of your question that I wanted to, to well, address. It's just oh, the, their the environment. environment. Yeah. Yeah. So their environment is a huge factor. Um, when, uh, I have been doing some virtual co-working sessions and, uh, the process is like before we start working together, okay, clear off your desk, remove everything else, close down uh, anything that, that you're not going to be working on for the next hour. And so we'll, you know, get together on zoom. There may be, you know, five or 10 of us all jump on a zoom call and we're all just going to be working on our own stuff. But uh, setting that intention for I'm going to focus for an hour on this thing that I really need to get done and maybe closing down Slack, turning your phone off or putting your phone in another room and clearing off your desk and making that environment really uh, about that one thing that you're going to accomplish can just do so much and can help you. Uh, I had some people that, that went through this and they said, this is the most productive hour that I've had all week mm. was this one hour time of just jumping on zoom and working on this one thing that I needed to do. And I, I know when, when COVID came around the, and we were all starting to work from home, I was nervous because I, I couldn't work from home. I was very distracted. I was never, I was never very productive working from home until I changed my environment. I made an office, I put a door on it. I went in there during work hours, I shut the door and I was at the office. I couldn't, I, I couldn't work from the dining room table or sitting on the couch or have Netflix in the background. I had to be in my office setting and I got, very productive, even more so than being in an office because there's no one to distract me. Um, yeah. but that I, I recognize that it took a while for me to, I thought I was, my business was doomed. And then I was like, you know what? And change that environment. So I, I totally hear what you're saying on that. 
Yeah. Well, and the thought that occurs to me as we're talking about this is that um, what works for you won't necessarily work for somebody else. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's this idea that, um, maybe if, if ADHD is like having a, you know, um, maybe your focus is wrong with your eyes and ADHD means that you need to wear glasses. I can't just take my glasses off and hand them to you and say, Hey, these work for me. Just put these on and it'll all work for you. Right. All of us need a different prescription, you know? Um, and some of us are nearsighted. Some of us are farsighted. Same thing with ADHD is that, it really will take a unique recipe for that person. Um, and so I'm kind of coming as this optometrist and saying, Hey, try this. Hey, look through this lens. Hey, what about Pomodoro? What about your environment? What about, you know, all these different things. And so we have a whole range of options and then working together with that person, it's about discovering what is working for them. And, and if not, okay, let's adjust, let's try something else. So uh, what you're saying is my one, one, one stop fix all that I, I can't solve the world's problems with my door. Okay. I get you. Uh, Chris, <laughs> I wish. Chris how, do, how do people find you? How do they, how do they uh, get, get services from you or how do they, cause you do speaking engagements and, and writing and things like that. How do people find you? So the best place is probably through my newsletter, uh, which is, um, porterlearning.org. So that's uh, P-O-R-T-E-R and then learning. Uh, and um, I'm doing uh, monthly workshops that I'm starting up again. And so if you subscribe to the newsletter, you'll hear about those. And, uh, and then I'm on Twitter, which is at Porter Learning. You can also follow me on LinkedIn. Uh, Porter Learning is my, my uh, username there as well. Okay. And then the other social media like Instagram, so uh, Facebook, those are not uh, places where you tend to be. I'm on Instagram. Um, I find that, uh, that I get distracted on there. (laughs) So I tend to not, not post as often. Um, they could follow me. I I also had some scammers on there at one point, um, that were, that were, uh, kind of stealing my identity and trying to get other people and talking to them about scams. Um, so, uh, so they could follow me on, uh, Instagram. I just, uh, would be pretty boring. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Chris Porter, porterlearning.org. Um, you, you know, and, and I think reading your bio, this is a facet of what you do, but as you mentioned at the very beginning, you, you've, you've got kind of a wide net, which we don't have time to get into, but you've worked with, you know, on topics like Bitcoin and AI. So this is a big facet of what you do, but it's not the only thing. So people should kind of learn more about you as well. I think you've got, um, I think your ADHD is leading you into a lot of different directions and, and, uh, finding some really interesting topics to, to tackle. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me on Tom. It's great chatting with you. That was Chris Porter and his website's Porter Learning. We'll link to, to him as well from our website, um, well, from our uh, Facebook page, that is, uh, which is Life Along the Streetcar. My name is Tom Heath. You are listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio at 99.1 FM and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. Support for Downtown Radio is provided by the Tucson Gallery, located in downtown Tucson inside of the proper shops at 300 East Congress Street. The Tucson Gallery offers original work, reproductions, and merchandise from Tucson artists like Joe Padgett, Jessica Gonzalez, Ignacio Garcia, and many more. For information about all the artists, including when they will be live at the gallery, head to the TucsonGallery.com or find them on Instagram and Facebook as Tucson Gallery.
Well, that is episode uh, 254 is now uh, in the books with uh, Mr. Chris Porter. And I, I have to harken back to last week. I got some ribbing for this because I, uh, Brother Mock does the, um, the radio club crawl. And I uh, inadvertently attribute it to a different DJ we have on the station because uh, Ted Prozelski follows me every week. So he was, he was on my mind. Uh, but Brother Mock is the uh, the radio club crawl guy. So apologies to uh, to the uh, venerable Brother Mock. Um, no disrespect, meant. Of course, you are uh, radio club crawl. And if you ever listen to a show, he will tell you that because when he comes back from a break, he's like, and of course you're listening to radio club crawl. That's my best Brother Mock imitation, and it's not, not very good. Hey, I want to thank Chris Porter for uh, joining us today. Uh, he did come highly recommended from multiple guests on the show. It's kind of interesting. They all sort of converged at the same time, like the universe was telling me to have him on. Uh, so I appreciate that. And if you ever have a topic or a guest you would like us to to chat with or about, uh, give us a, a shout out on a Facebook or Instagram tag. Maybe hit us up on our website. There's a contact button on there. Uh, so the website's lifealongthestreetcar.org. Um, and you can always check out past episodes and get a feel for, for what we're doing. If you're a new listener, I kind of forget because I've known this from six years now. If you're a new listener, head back to uh, lifealongthestreetcar.org. Listen to some of those past episodes and you'll get a feel, uh, especially if you're new to Tucson, you get a feel for how amazing our urban core is because this is episode 254, 254 um, shows, 200 plus interviews. Um, and it just absolutely amazes me each time that I do this that I'm, I'm not even scratching the surface. And we've got some more stuff coming up. It's fun. We've got uh, people from uh, a startup uh, newspaper, uh, Luminaria. We've got uh, people from Borderlands and the brewing talking about uh, the, you know something um, very important to me, which is beer. So uh, all of that's coming up here in the next few weeks. So, but again, if you have anything to cover, please uh, don't hesitate to uh, tag us and reach out. Again, thank you to Chris Porter. Apologies to Brother Mock from last week. And we're going to leave you with some music uh, today. Um, this is uh, going back to 2014. It's a band called Ballyhoo. And the album uh, is... Uh, what is the album name? The album is The Cool Down. It's volume one. The song is called ADHD. I hope you have a great week. And tune in next Sunday for more Life Along the Streetcar. Streetcar.